Do you have private health insurance? I haven't got health insurance. It's not that I can't afford it. I can afford health insurance, but insurance companies won't give me health insurance because I've got a pre-existing condition. So they don't want to give me insurance in case I need insurance. Does it make any sense? Yeah, don't uh, look too hard to make sense out of it. It can be quite tough, can't it? The wait lists in the public system can be very long, especially for kids. And if you don't have private health cover, you get slugged by the Medicare levy once you hit 31 years of age. And you can face other fees as well. So if you do have private health insurance, how much are you forking out for it right now? And do you get what you pay for? So as uh, really for the price of everything uh, is going up in this cost of living crisis, so too the private health cover. But is it still serving its purpose. I'd love to hear your stories, good, bad. Uh, perhaps you have great cover and are happy with it. Uh, perhaps you've been hung out to dry when you thought you were covered. Maybe you can't afford it at all if you're in the public system. What about those wait times? 0418 David says private health insurance is licensed banditry. There you go. Uh, Yuting uh, Zhang is a professor of health economics at the University of Melbourne. Welcome to you. What What is the point of private health insurance in Australia? Because a lot of people listening to this will say, we have Medicare, we know that uh, the rebate hasn't moved a lot for doctors, we know the waiting times and the ramping issues in certain uh, state hospital departments. We, obviously, people don't feel that Medicare is enough. Why do we have it? Oh, hi, Andy. Um, this is Ting. So, there are different reasons you... We actually asked people in the last couple of years. Um, some people say it's so I can reduce waiting time for some of the elective surgery, and this mainly for older people, like with very long waiting time, for example, knee surgery, hip replacement. And then some people say I'm responding to the government policy there are three of the major ones. One is the tax-based penalty. If I don't buy private health insurance, I have to pay quite a lot of penalty based on my income. So a lot of people buy for that reason. And some other people might say, oh, I'm about to have a baby. I want to make sure I have a private private room access, so I want to buy private health insurance. So there are different reasons, um, and also it varies by people's age and income. Uh, to your middle point regarding the Medicare levy, it's not really a choice, is it? I mean, it's supposed to be a choice whether we have private health care insurance or not, but when you're penalised for not having it, is it really a choice? I guess uh, probably not. <laughs> uh, people say that's voluntary, but I think uh, when it's, um, think about this way, like some of the Medicare levy surcharge, um, it could be as high as 1.5% of your total income. For someone earning more than $100,000, that's a lot of money. So if I buy a very cheap plan, even though it doesn't cover anything, and if I have some problems, I might not, I might not use private system just because it's not covered. Oh, I have to pay a lot of out-of-pocket spending. So for the reason to avoid that particular tax penalty, it's still better off for me to buy it. But in that sense, it's not really volunteer, right? So yeah. you kind of... Yeah. Is it relieving pressure on public wait times? I mean, they're already so bad in some areas as it is. Would they be worse off without the private insurance system as we have it? I think if um, I think a lot of people don't know how much money the government put in to support the private health insurance um, scheme. 
It's、uh, we're talking really about thirteen billion dollar a year. So if some of that money could be saved, say improving waiting time in the public system, um, it might be um a lot better for a lot of people. So if it's really reducing the waiting time in public system, because in the end everything is free in the public system. So um, if we can use money that way, it might be better as a society. It's eleven past four.、Uh, we're talking about private health insurance, and really the question is: Is it still worth it? We know that a lot of people are jettisoning certain parts of their spending、uh, on account of the cost of living crisis. Is this something that you've jettisoned in favour of、uh, paying perhaps more pressing bills?、Uh, and、uh, do you still、uh, are you still subject to the waiting times in、uh, private or elective surgery?、Uh, obviously, that's one of the main reasons Yuting was just talking about in terms of、uh, getting ahead of the in the, the queue, so to speak. But if you're still waiting,、uh, is it actually worth it? Love to hear your stories and anecdotes. Zero four one eight double two six five seven six. Michael says the thing、uh, I have、uh, never understood is the cost of the product. Plus a gap, so you have、uh, to not only be able to afford the insurance, but also afford the gap. Both cancel each other out financially, says Michael. So, what is the cost benefit you think of having a private system set up the way we have it now? I mean, you mentioned that the government spends six point seven billion dollars a year on rebates to encourage people to have private insurance. On the balance of probabilities, is that money well spent? I think, on the whole, probably not.、Um, it really helped those people with low income. What we find using the tax data for the last ten years or something for the entire country,、um, basically people at the bottom twenty-five earners they really benefit from the rebates. But for the rest of the population, they're probably gonna buy it anyway for other reasons without rebates. Or some people just gonna. You know, not buying it at all, even with the rebate. So, in that sense, that amount of money spent on rebates, I don't think it's the the best、uh, way of using the taxpayers' money. How does Australia compare to other countries that do have universal healthcare? We like to compare ourselves with the United States, who obviously、uh, more or less don't. So, is how we manage the private system alongside the public standard,、uh, or or is it sort of internationally accepted? Well. Australia, in a way, is quite unique.、Um, it's a lot better than a country doesn't have universal health coverage like US.、Um, we do have Medicare here, which is a big deal.、Um, many of us don't appreciate that enough. And in terms of for comparing to a country with universal health coverage, Australia is quite unique in the sense of um, um, a lot of people actually have、um, bought private health insurance. Partially because I think there's a、um, a lot of government intervention in this space.、Um, so we talk about rebates, we talk about penalty, and that's really unique in a way.、Um, not many countries are like this.、Um, most of the other countries with universal health coverage, they have much less people than us buying private health insurance. Your work on this has been peer reviewed for the journal Health Economics. I think you're waiting for publication. But is there a system that could work better for Australia? Is there something the government could be doing to improve things? Yes, I think based on we actually have a few papers published on this、um, space in terms of private health insurance, in terms of how are those incentives 
government impose on us are they effective or not? So our recommendations are um, first of all, I think in the long run we should, as a country, think about what's the role of private health insurance sitting along Medicare, and we should probably reduce public support in this private health system, especially private health insurance. And then use those saved money maybe on directly improving primary care and preventive care. If you think about it, when you when someone gets sick already, that's quite late in terms of what we could do. So preventive care is more important. That's that's fundamentally could improve patients' outcome in the long run. But if we do have to keep whatever that policy uh, currently in place that was introduced 25 years ago. When it's rebates, we recommend focus on real low-income population because that would help them a lot. And then when it's on the levy surcharge, which is the tax-based penalty, we recommend maybe focus on real high-income population. Currently, the threshold is 90000 a year. And some of those folks, they are not really high-income population. They're struggling with lots of other you know, demands um, and cost of living pressure, everything, and force them to buy private health insurance they don't need doesn't seem right. Especially some of the young people and the people living in rural rural areas, they have no access to private system. Why do we bother to force them to buy private health insurance mm. in that sense? Yeah, yeah, you actually make a really good point there. Uh, Professor of Health Economics at the University of Melbourne, Yu Ting Zhang, thank you so much for your time. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks, Andy. ABCRN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.